Support for this podcast comes from Smartwater. Want to get a little more from every sip? Smartwater Alkaline doesn't just taste crisp and pure. It's loaded with everything you need to perform at your best, whether you're running marathons or boardroom meetings. Elevate how you hydrate and pick up a Smartwater Alkaline today. To learn more, visit drinksmartwater.com. All right, Buffalo Bills fans, welcome to another episode of Breaking Buffalo Rumblings. Anthony Marino, happy to be here with you once again, talking everything Buffalo Bills. Here with you for another episode, that quiet time of the offseason, but you know we've got you covered here at buffalorumblings.com and always appreciate you guys tuning in to catch up on the latest with our favorite football team. I hope you caught my podcast from earlier in the week talking about Isaiah Hodgins. Definitely going to be that camp darling, I think, for many Buffalo Bills fans throughout training camp and throughout the preseason. Now, as there's been a lot of buzz around Hodgins, I've been thinking about it a bit, but who are the five players that I'm really looking forward to watching the most during training camp? And while I'll certainly have an eye on Hodgins, I dedicated a podcast to him earlier in the week, but there's really five other guys from my perspective that I want to keep an eye on. And I'll be curious to to kind of get your thoughts and, you know, what you think of these five. But in addition to that, who are guys that you might be looking at? I think everybody always has those lists, right? Like, who are those certain players that when you come to, you know, to training camp, to preseason games, that you really want to see what they look like? And listen, spoiler alert, Christian Wade is not on the list. Of course, one of our favorite players and, and really wanting to see what he can do. But for me, that is a guy that you know, kind of goes without saying, a fan favorite, but there's five others that I'm truly looking at, and maybe I'll sneak one more and we'll we'll see. It's always hard to whittle it down when you do these lists of just five guys, because even as you're about to get started, I think there's always one or two other names that kind of kind of creep in there for you. But why don't I get started here with number five on the list for me is defensive end AJ Epinesa. Um, if you guys have been following along with the podcast, my work at buffalorumblings.com, you know, in the 2020 draft, that is someone I was a huge fan of for the Bills, even to take a look at at the time when they still had the number 22 pick before they made the trade for Stefan Diggs. Epinesa was a guy I saw as a first round talent based on his production at Iowa. And uh, of course, we all go back. We remember the less than stellar performance at the NFL Combine. And there he is slipping to the Bills in the second round at pick number 54. Now, no off-season work in 2020. Uh, training camp was different. You talk about, you know, any of the time that he would have had to spend at the facility because of the COVID-19 pandemic. Um, and, and Epinesa, right, got off to a bit of a slow start at active in week one against the New York Jets and had many of us kind of scratching our heads. Now, then you'd hear the stories about how he was dropping weight, going from somewhere you know, in the 275 range, getting all the way down to 250, the impact that had, having to put some weight back on. We, we've heard it all before, right? But we also, during the 2020 season, we did see some flashes from Epinesa. And that is really the reason why, as I look at him, and of course, we, I'm like contractually ob- obligated to say it every time, right? Jerry Hughes and Mario Addison, final year of their contracts, um, what their playing time will look like this year. But Epinesa, after he gets that right, that rookie season out of the way, now he's settled in, has OTAs, has mandatory minicamp, will have a more of a traditional 
training camp, right? Even though the Bills will not be at St. John Fisher. For me, that's a guy I'm certainly look to to take that next step. And uh, again, you talk about the pedigree, him being a five-star recruit coming into Iowa, slipping in the draft. I feel like here's a guy that has a little bit of something to prove. You think he's got the work ethic, right? Says and does all the right things. What that'll be like in year two. And, and A.J. Epinesa is certainly a guy that I'm keeping an eye on. Um, number four on my list, Devin Singletary, the running back. Heading into his third year, now listen, we've all seen the pictures of him working out, muscles for days, ripped, all these different things. You know, for me, I look at those things and it's like, listen, that is an NFL football player. Is it impressive? Sure, to to people that are out there and that's all fine and good. But from my standpoint, I look at it and like that's, you know, life of a skill position in the NFL and good on Devin Singletary. But it's a guy I want to keep an eye on, right? Because we've read the stories from Tyler Dunn. We've heard different reports, right? Like how motivated he is to produce this season. Of course, Zach Moss was drafted by the Bills in the third round in 2020. Now, you know, Devin Singletary's got some additional competition. We, we've we seen him get benched at times, right? You think of the, the drop in the game, the AFC Championship game against Kansas City. I look to him and I'm really curious to see, okay, Year three is this running back. It is a make or break time for him. You've got Zach Moss on the roster. Matt Breida signs as a free agent. For Devin Singletary, um, I'm trying to think of the right term. I don't want to say like it's put up or shut up because it's not a it's not a shut up situation. But like the time is now for him, right? Year three in the NFL, is he going to be able to secure himself as part of a effective platoon with Zach Moss? Or is Moss going to rise ahead of him? And is Singletary going to find himself a little bit on the outside looking in, maybe when it comes to getting those touches each game? But um, I've gone back and forth on this a lot. I've got a bit of a sense of optimism. And for me, Devin Singletary is number four on the list. Someone I am certainly interested to see, to see what he can do for the Bills. And I'm just excited to, uh, to see, you know, hey, if maybe this – competitive fire that is lit under him, you know, when the Bills, again, talked about making additions at the position for him to have to kind of go out and fight and really compete with it. Um, I'm here for it. And I want to see what Devin Singletary can do throughout training camp and throughout the preseason games. So coming in at number three on my list is Dane Jackson. And I think this is a guy that all Bills fans will really have an eye on throughout training camp in the preseason former seventh round draft pick out of pit. Um, you know, one of those guys, right? Spent most of the season on the practice squad, got those occasional call-ups, got some action, some starts during the 2020 season, and now is really seen as the primary competition for Levi Wallace. Now, Wallace being the starting cornerback too, opposite of Tredavious White, the last two and a half seasons, um, provides some stability at the position, right? You look at someone like Jackson, though, I think for many of us, you thought the Bills might invest a a higher draft pick to add some competition at cornerback. They did not do that. Maybe you thought that they would look to make a bigger signing in free agency. They did not do that, um, at least at the time of this recording. I mean, there's certainly some big names out there, and Richard Sherman, Steven Nelson, still looking for a squad. But right now, cornerback two, you've got Levi Wallace as the incumbent, and Dane Jackson is the challenger. Now, I could have put Wallace on this list, too, or had him as a 1A, 1B. But, you know, with Wallace three seasons in, 
he's a little bit more of a vet at this point, right? Based on his experience, I think uh, he is what he is. I don't want to say that he still can't improve or refine things, but I think we've seen, you know, he's a relatively high floor player with a bit of a low ceiling where Dane Jackson is that wild card. You know, is this a guy that can come in and compete for a starting job? We heard Brandon Bean talk about him, speak glowingly when he was on uh, Chris Collinsworth podcast with him and Richard Sherman, really talking about Dane Jackson as a guy to keep an eye on. And uh, if it's good enough for the general manager of the Buffalo Bills, it's certainly good enough for me. So Dane Jackson coming in at number three. Number two on my list is Ed Oliver, defensive tackle going into his third season. Um, You know, when you talk about defensive tackles, that's usually not a position you're spending a lot of time watching or hearing about during, you know, training camp or during preseason. But Oliver, former number nine overall pick, is a guy that I have high expectations for. You you look at him and you talk about disappointment is the wrong word, but right, just not the season in 2020 that that we would have hoped for or expected from Oliver. Now he comes into that critical year three and, and really looking for him to take that next step and to live up to that potential. So there might have been other names that I could have included on this list, but for me, it keeps coming back to Oliver. Oliver is really that guy from at least where I'm sitting, right, that that the Bills need to make that next step. We can talk about other additions, guys that were drafted, young players along the defensive line, the return of Star Latule, all those things will add up. But if it starts to click with that Oliver, Right, If he starts to make more of an impact in year three, that is going to have a ripple effect for the entire defense, and uh, and I'm certainly here for it. You know, A lot of times we reference that game he had against the Dallas Cowboys in 2019 on Thanksgiving Day, um, of course, of a, a bit of a, a ceiling, right, where he truly flashed on a, a big stage and flashed in a big way. Now that we get to see hopefully more of that during the 2021 season, and for me, you know, that starts with training camp. It starts with the preseason. Um, maybe it's a little overstated with that, but that's a guy going into this season um, truly high up on my list. Number one on my list, and I imagine would be on on many others, is the first round draft pick for the Buffalo Bills and Gregory Rousseau. Um, you guys might have caught me. I was on the Hump Day Hotline with Joe Miller and Jay Spence the King talking a, a bit, you know, talking about guys that were really – maybe overreacting to in different pieces. For you know, for me, that's Rousseau. And you look at his 2019 season at the University of Miami, the player that he was, and now we're thinking to ourselves, you know, at first, like, okay, ends up sitting out during the 2020 season. What is he going to be as a pro? Now, if he came out after 2019, you're talking about a guy that's likely a top 10, top 12 pick in the draft. Sits out the year, slides to the end of the first round, But the question is, it's like, okay, with his size, with his natural ability, the flexibility to kick inside if needed, six foot seven, arms for days, at least the early reports, right? And again, you talk about those beat reporters that were covering uh, OTAs and mandatory minicamp, Joe Biscaglia, Sal Capaccio, Matt Perino, Matthew Fairburn, and others, really talking in a real positive light around Rousseau. You hear the comments. Uh, especially from Leslie Frazier talking about like, you know, you, you tell him something once, he makes the adjustment, goes out and and makes the change. Um, for me, Gregory Rousseau, right, is kind of that 
call it like a second piece to Ed Oliver, because if Rousseau is as good to some semblance, right? I mean, I'm not talking about someone that's playing 70% of the snaps as a rookie, but like if he can come in and make those flash plays, right? Make his presence felt uh, as a defensive end, potentially kicking inside. um, I'm here for it, right? I'm here for it in a big way. Because you talk about the potential that he has, again, what he has shown at Miami, um, Buffalo getting him as a late first round pick. And I think when you have that, right, it lowers the expectations a little bit. It's not someone like an Ed Oliver taken in the top 10. It's not someone uh, in a scenario like when Tremaine Edmonds came in where it was kind of an expectation almost, right? First half of the draft, this guy is going to come in and be an all pro from day one. Um, With Rousseau, I think the expectations for Bills fans are a little bit in check come out, perform, make some splash plays here and there, show that potential. And that starts with training camp. It starts especially with those preseason games. And let's see what the Buffalo Bills got in the young fellow. But, you know, as I go through these five names, if there was a six I had to include, it would be F.A. Obata, the free agent signing from the Carolina Panthers, right? Five and a half sacks for them last year in a limited role, play some special teams. You know, that is one of those guys when you talk about a camp darling for me, Obata, his story, what he has done. Um, that's a guy I'm pulling for to make the roster. So if I had to add a six to this list, that's probably the guy that I would throw in um, at this time. But I want to hear from you. I want to hear what your list is. Hit me up on Twitter at Anthem Marino in the comments section here at buffalorumblings.com. Um, let me know if you like the list, if there's somebody else you would have included. Um, I'm sure there's probably somebody that you feel like I missed. And if that's the case, I'm cool with that too. So feel free to hit me up. Let me know your thoughts. And and while you're at it, do me a favor too. One, I want you to go to our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Buffalo Rumblings. Hit that subscribe button so you get all the great shows that we have there. And of course, wherever you find your podcast, wherever you're listening to this show, Click that subscribe button so you get all of our fantastic shows like Buffalo Rumblings Q&A, Overreaction Sports Podcast, Circling the Wagons, the Bruce Exclusive, the Code of Conduct, Jamie D and Big Newt. You get Believe. Of course, you get Breaking Buffalo Rumblings. Um, We've really got you covered seven days a week because we know you guys want the content and we want to hit you up with it. Um, We've got great guests on the shows Um, coming up joe miller will have isaiah hodgins on the show with him so that is especially why you want to be subscribed to buffalorumblings.com both on the podcast network and on the youtube channel because isaiah hodgins as we talked about before one of those guys everyone will be keeping an eye on and i think for joe to be able to spend some time with him they'll actually be recording on june 27th so make sure you get that as well so listen let me get out of here for now i always appreciate you guys tuning in Thanks again, and as always, Go Bills.